0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. As always, it's me, Lily. Unqualified, overdramatic, unhinged, and for the list today, we can add unwell. This would be why we got no episode last week. I'm so sorry. I did lose my voice. I did get very, very sick. It has been a journey. We're journeying. Okay, so everyone sit down and buckle up, because when I tell you I'm incredibly still unwell and I'm just I'm barely scraping by, guys like this, I've taken a lot of Dayquil to be able to do this episode today. And what's hilarious is I already recorded one. I pushed myself too far the other day and I recorded one (laughs) and my producer listened to it and goes, yeah, I, I can't even edit. That that was that was a different type of episode, Lily, and I don't know quite what you were doing there. And she was right, you guys. One day I'll release it. It it was chaotic. It was a little bit like I'd recorded a therapy episode, like like I was my own therapist. It was very weird. Fun fact: I recorded that while I'd taken Nyquil. Nyquil. So. That was fun. Um, here's the situation. You guys, it's Christmas week-ish. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you celebrate um, anything else, marry that. Um, I don't really celebrate anything. I don't live in the same country as my family right now for work. So <laughs> I'll be spending Christmas alone. But, you know, we that's normal for me. I feel like that's not, people don't, that's very normal for me. I feel like I might have talked about this before. But, like, I spend Christmases alone. I spend my birthdays alone. I spend New Year's Eve alone. I'm not, like, a crazy party girl like I or party person. Boys are crazy, too. Um, so I don't party much. And I don't have friends that party much. So I don't get invited to parties. So I'm not, like and i don't have a traditional job. i work in the entertainment industry. so i'm not getting invited to like a lot of christmas parties. like there's not like an office christmas party, you know what i mean? so like i'm not doing anything. i'm just working and and living. um which is cool and buying christmas gifts for a bunch of people like an absurd amount of people. um and i will probably not receive any, which is a weird thing to do, but i don't really care about receiving gifts. i love Getting gifts for people, like, love it, like, obsessed with getting people Christmas gifts. I don't know why I enjoy it so much. I'm gonna share a little, like, I'm gonna overshare here. Okay, you ready? I might be hypothetically, I'll let this is an alleged story. Allegedly, am I engaging in conversation with a gentleman? currently hypothetically yes and hypothetically has a been on ongoing conversation for a minute hypothetically yes so hypothetically did i try to buy said person a christmas gift yes um was this too much for him no but did he it was not it, it was like it was a too soon moment because it was just technicalities like, we don't know each other's address. And it was just kind of like, do we really want to do that? And so, and he felt bad because he, he didn't want me to spend my money on him. That was his big thing. And I was like, right, but I already bought it. And then it got weird. And then I made it on weird by changing the subject, but I don't know. I guess hopefully I know him next year because I bought him a Christmas gift and it's really good. Watch me be talking about this same hypothetical gentleman. We're going to call this man hypothetical. Um, hypothetical gentleman is what we're going to name this this guy. We're branding him as that. Watch me talk about him in a few months and be like, oh yeah, that ended in flames. Like, <laughs> Watch me be like, yeah, that was another disaster. Okay, so look, this week's episode, I'm going to move on from that. But I'm used to spending holidays alone and quite frankly, if you are spending this holiday alone, I hope you do something nice for yourself, watch a show you never watch, get into bed, curl up, or go on a nice long walk, get yourself a little beverage, or lay in bed and and binge YouTube videos you enjoy, and make yourself some yummy food, order some yummy food. There's some great Chinese food restaurants open on Christmas, and I have to say, it's my favorite thing to do. Or, um... There's like a bunch of pizza places open on Christmas near me too. And I love that. Like, oh, the pizza is oh, so good. Um, so that's probably what I'm going to eat as my Christmas meal. Anyway, moving swiftly on. This week's episode, I wanted to talk about something because it's been very theme on theme for me the last few weeks. And that is every person you ever date, every man. And I'm sorry, this is just specific to men because unfortunately I date them. Um, every man will always come back. They always come back, you guys. They always come back, and I needed to talk about it because the past in the past twelve days something wild happened. Um, what I am now commonly I'm sorry I'm saying um a lot in this episode. Also, it's because my brain is slow because of the sickness, and I'm I'm just trying to survive out here. Okay, so I do apologize. This past week, I received flowers from my disastership. Now, I don't know if I've used that ter- term. <laughs> Who am I? I don't know if I've used that term yet on the podcast, but I've coined it. There's a situation ship. there's a relationship, and sometimes you might get a disastership. I had a disastership this year. We all know this. I've talked about it, probably over talked about it, whatever. You're my therapist and I don't care. Um, basically, basically he sent me flowers, but this is the real kicker. This is why it's on theme for... There's many ways they will always come back, you guys. Because this man sent me flowers. With the flower. I can't. The- yeah, so basically, in a, in, if you're not in the U.S., I'll give you a little bit of context. In the U.S., they have mass florist companies they're like 1-800 numbers right so it's like huge global country countries companies that will source local florists and pass it off as their own bouquets and it all goes through this big company so it's it's just like it's like a it's a like a huge imagine a huge department store but online and for flowers okay and this florist website is what this disaster ship had used to send me flowers on multiple occasions during our relationship. Sorry, my bad. Disaster ship. And clearly something had gone wrong either when he was doing it or the company made a mistake because they sent me the flowers, because they sent me the flowers, but, and they left them at my door and I got home to them. However, the note was not addressed to me, it was addressed to the individual my disaster ship is with. That individual was meant to receive these flowers. However, they were sent to my address. So clearly, there was a problem with the address and recipient versus who they were intended for and the note. So that was fun. And did I reach out to that person to let them know? No, because I am... And always will be non-contact with this person. (laughs) Always and forever. But I did take them and give them to my sweet, sweet new neighbor. And I was like, here, welcome to the building. I'm just such a great neighbor. You're welcome. She loved them. She thought they were beautiful. And I was like, good, somebody should because I just couldn't keep them like I just couldn't handle that. Um and I'm not going to let the company know. I'm not going to do anything. They're a huge huge company. They're fine. They'll fix the mistake and cop the the price of it. I'm not I'm not feeling bad about anything. I'm not contacting anyone to do with it. We are staying silent on that. But yeah. Um can you imagine it wasn't a mistake? This just occurred to me. It wasn't a mistake. And it was just some manipulative, psychopathic way of, of jabbing me. Can you imagine he meant to do it? Can you imagine? I honestly wouldn't put it past this person. Because they are only what you can compare to like a, a serial killer level sociopath in a horror film. Like, that's how the... That's, like, the mentality they ride on. Not that they're capable of physically harming anyone. You understand I'm not implying that. I'm just saying, like, the mentality it takes to do horrible things and just keep going, they have that. They're diabolical. So, I shouldn't have compared him to a serial killer. Understand that's not what I meant. For legal reasons, I am not saying he is a serial killer or like one or comparing him to one. There we go. Okay, what I am saying is he this could have been on purpose and is now just occurring to me it's now just occurring to me wow okay moving swiftly on moving swiftly on the whole situation I am trying to explain is they these men the, these people you were with I am with that ghost you that ghost me that abandon me that abandon you that walk away without a moment's notice and say going out for a coffee and then they never return all these people I'm just letting if they're a man they're going to come back. They, they do. Okay. Let me give you an example with the man who sent me maybe the sociopathic flowers. Okay. We date for several months. We're together. It's all, wah, 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 oh my gosh, I love you. Biggest mistake in my life. Let's move on quickly past that. Now commonly known in my friendship circle as the disaster ship, right? We end. I'm screaming, crying on a corner in Manhattan. It's the end. It's the end of the movie. It's over. It's a disaster movie. The end. I move on. I go through the whole grieving stage of everything and all the horrible things, honestly, that this man did to me. And then, like my tarot card reader and best friend said, he'll be back. I guarantee you, Lily, he'll be back in August. And what happened, we all know, he walked straight back through the front door in August, right? So he came back. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit a bunch of things. He came back, right? Now, let's go back in time. Now, we have to exclude the gentlemen who in my history have died. Because my dating history can read like an obituary if you include a lot of people so we're excluding the ones who have passed but I will say there was one boyfriend I had who passed away not when I was with him or in contact with him he passed away and he and I were together it was very on and off again but like constantly on and off again right like there weren't breaks and next thing you know he walks straight back in the front door oh my gosh am I going to tell this story right now here's the problem with my podcast. I forget which stories I've told. So this individual decided to come back. They always come back, right? He came back and he was like, this is how I'm going to win Lily over. I'm going to anonymously send a life-size portrait of her dead husband to her apartment building for her roommate to deal with because I wasn't home when this happened. And that's how I'm going to win her back. You heard me correctly. It was a life, he commissioned a, a, a artist to do a life size painting of my dead husband. Anyway, I arrived home one day. I was very young when this happened. I might've been 20. Uh, I arrived home one day and there it was. It was like 10 o'clock at night. And uh, that's uh, that's how he decided to come back. And that's how he made his reentrance. Don't get me wrong. They're pretty bold coming back moments. Like, you know, it's it's not like they're doing it casually. Mind you, some of them had. There was one. I mean, no, actually, I don't think they have done it casually. I mean, we all know about the gynecologist story. We are, I've told you this so many times. Well, that's another way they can come back. Maybe they don't control it. Maybe they just turn up, but you'll always see them again. You'll always hear from them again. They'll always turn back up, okay? Let me just warn you right now. Auntie Lily warned you now. Never be surprised if they turn back up because they will, okay? I dated a man who was in the military, and he worked... I don't want to say he was a medic. He was definitely in medical school and in the military I don't know how it works but I know he was like in the medical field and in the military when we were together he completely crazy violent ghosted me disappeared after we'd been together for a minute and then I ran into him this previous year this year in 2023 in my gynecologist's office with him as my gynecologist. He was filling in for my gynecologist. They will always come back. I don't know what to tell you. There was another guy I dated. I call him British man. I do wonder if he listens to the podcast because quite frankly, it's it's giving, it's, 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 it's indicating, it's just giving, he listens to the podcast, you know? He and I broke up no less than um, 18 times. 18 times and every time he came back every single time and I mean I've known this man for he's probably my longest relationship he and I have known each other for years years he's seen me through every season of life this man he he will come back and she's like how are you what's going on are you single can I talk to you and sometimes I let him and sometimes I don't I don't let him anymore because he kind of revealed himself to be pretty toxic um but I, to be fair, he, I don't think he's a terrible person. I just think he has some toxic tendencies. We all do. I just, I've just i seen his, and so he's unattractive to me now. But he's not a bad guy. But he will always come back. And also, he's British, so he has bad teeth. So, like, there was that not going for him. But he, he would always walk back in the front door. Like, I think for as long as we live, this man will always come back. Like, I could be married and have 24 children and I'm not manifesting that please no um and <laughs> and he will text me and be like hey what's going on like I will hear from this man in 45 years guaranteed he'll be in a nursing home and texting me so they will always come back oh there was the uber driver man I dated that was a big mistake I think rule of thumb don't date your uber driver I think That's kind of where we are sitting on the subject. When I tell you I dated this man and it was probably one of the biggest mistakes. He was my Uber driver for one like 20 minute ride. I gave him my, I think I gave him, I didn't give him my number. I might've given him my email, like a fake email I had where I, you know, it's like one of those emails you give out like in a store when they're like, what's your email? I think I gave him that. And then eventually we progressed to phone numbers anyway. He, unfortunately, lived in the same neighborhood as me at the time. It was a whole situation. He would, like, stage run-ins. He and I had, like, the worst first date. He got jealous of a guy we ran into that I knew on the first date, and he was a guy I'd known in college, a gay man. And, um, if you know, if you even have his slightest piece of gaydar, like, you knew he was gay. And I, he got jealous of this man, and I was like, um, excuse me? I was like... First of all, you have no right to be jealous even if he was straight as anything. But like what are you doing? He got so mad and so angry and I was like, "Oh, this is a red flag." And I ran away and he kept coming back. Um that was a borderline of problem actually. So that's a different type of when they keep coming back that we don't want and some in some situations requires a restraining order. What was another situation where they always come back? There was the one guy I dated who ghosted me again, very, like, after a lot. I get ghosted, like, in the middle of relationships. It's bizarre. And he, <laughs> he, unfortunately, um, <laughs> ghosted me and then opened his business in my neighborhood and so he didn't want to come back and he kept running into me and it was just so unfortunate for him because he was I mean he ghosted me on my birthday like he did some of the most horrible moves you can do and he He kept running into me. And I don't know if it was actually staged or not. He might have been doing it on purpose. He kept running into me. He would pretend he didn't know me. All these kinds of things. No, he kept running into me. Yeah. There was the guy that I dated during COVID who got a girl pregnant while cheating on me and cheating on me with multiple people. And I found out about it and I launched a whole investigation. I went full CSI. And um, he actually, I don't think I've ever been clear. He tried to come back. He and I broke up. I found out all these things about him, but I wasn't really communicating with him that I found out he was doing all these things. Like I had no need to. I honestly didn't care that we were broken up. He was clearly not the person for me. Sorry, I had the hiccups. And he messaged me several months after our breakup. Um, There was a little bit of communication, but he messaged me asking me if i would go to dinner with him and then he canceled the dinner after i said yes and then i was like this this little piece of street trash i was like and this was an older guy too this was probably the oldest person i've ever dated i think they were 42 43 42 it was really it was too old for me like i would have this would have been several years ago for me so i would have been like 26 i want to say like this was too this was too old and he still i mean literally can you imagine being 43 years old and not capable of being honest and healthy just in your communication with women and relationships can you imagine you still are acting like a teenage boy i know teenage boys who treat girls better than this 43 year old man did isn't that mind blowing mind blowing so anyway I, he then messaged me rescheduling the dinner. And at this point, I, when I said yes to the first dinner, he canceled. I knew he'd cheated on me. I knew the girl he'd cheated on me with. We even knew she was pregnant. And um, the girl who was pregnant had tried to communicate with him because they'd also broken up because she found out he was cheating on her with me. Do you see, do you see the triangle that was created? Right. And he wouldn't speak to her. That was a whole situation. I won't speak on that situation any more than that, but that happened. Next thing you know, next thing you know, he reschedules the dinner. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. And I ask the girl who I've become friends with through this situation, do you want to come to the dinner with me? He's not responding to you. Let's get you that child support. Let's figure this out. And I invite her to the dinner. Yeah, they always come back. Okay, they always come back. So if you were sitting there if you just got dumped or if you if you just got if you just broke up and you're sitting there in your melancholy holiday season going, "Oh my god, I'm never going to see him again. I'm never going to hear from him again." Guess what? Babe, you will. Babe, you will. I have so many other stories. They will always come back. And they will always walk right back in the door when you've gotten it back together. When you've gotten over the hump of grief and sadness and loneliness and the withdrawal of communication and having a person, once you're over that hump, they'll walk straight back in the front door. The point being of this, this maybe I can just give you some advice. Here's here's the unhinged advice. Don't let them back through the front door. If you want to talk to them, do it on the street. Do you know what I'm saying? So you're limiting their access. We're going to give it a boundary. Don't let them into your home. Don't let them in the front door. They try to come to you and you do want to contact them, which I I don't recommend it. If you can do it, if you can do it, don't engage. If you can do it, do not respond. If you can do it, block them and not out of like a mean move, but just out of like Uh, For your own mental stability so you can move on. Because at the end of the day, that's not your person. At the end of the day, that's not even a person you should be fooling around with. That's not even a person you should be chatting to. They're not a person who is meant for you in any structure. Okay? So that's my blunt advice I wish I could take myself. But if that resonates with any one of you, hopefully that gave you something. But if you have to do it, because on this podcast, I, I give like the real real take on it where I'm like, look, I, I know you're going to talk to them. If you're going to talk to them, this is the boundary I would set, right? I, don't let them into your house. Don't go to a place that's personal to you. Don't go to their house. Don't sit in their car. Don't let them sit in your car. Go to a random, basic ass place that has nothing to do with either of you that's in public. Treat them like, I don't know a random stranger on the street. You wouldn't let a random stranger on the street get in your car or come into your home or go to your favorite coffee shop with you, okay? Treat them like a random stranger on the street and it will help. Just trust me on that. I wish I'd done it and I didn't. So that's fun. But all these men will always have one thing in common. They will always come back and they will always come back once you are better. They have we, we don't give men enough credit. Like, they have superpowers. They genuinely have superpowers. And I'm just letting you know, it, it, it's not for the better. They don't have superpowers for the better. They're not like women like that, okay? So just beware, all right? You might be susceptible to their powers, and you need to keep them on the street. Okay, just quickly, I want to talk about the thing nobody told you you need this week. Okay, it's this brand called Invisiwear and keep in mind this is not sponsored i don't get paid i don't get a commission on this okay this is complete this is a thing i've used which is a great idea for you or for your loved one or for your friend or for your coworker give it as a gift for christmas i don't care this is a great idea so it's like this company that makes these necklaces bracelets keychains basically you can it's a it's a piece that comes in many forms but it's one I would call it like a pendant, or, or it looks like a coin, but it's done beautifully. Like it looks beautiful on a necklace. It looks beautiful on a bracelet. It's a cute keychain. And basically, it's an alert device. So you press it a couple of times, and it sends an alert to your loved ones, like to their phones, to let them know you're in trouble. And if you choose to, you can enable a 911 feature, which is what I did when I had it, because the purpose of me getting it was because I didn't really, I didn't have anyone nearby or even, it was when I was living in another country and I didn't know anyone. And it was super, it was so helpful. And you basically press it a bunch of times. And if you enable the 911 feature, the agent with InvisiWare will will disperse 911 to your location. So it's like a GPS tracker also, if that makes sense. And so your loved ones can have like, I believe it's an app from memory. I lost mine. And I want to get a new one, but I, so I'm going off of memory. They, they basically have an app and they can track you. They can see your alerts, blah, blah. And if you choose not to do like the 911 feature, which is an additional cost. So your loved ones can track you and call 911 for you. Like if you have loved ones that are reliable, I, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> so I didn't. So go to Invisaware.com. So it's I-N-V-I-S-A-W-E-A-R. So Wear dot com and check it out and let me know if you get one and what you think because i am going to get another one i'm going to get a necklace they look so cute like it's really cute the keychains are also like there's there's feminine and masculine ones based on your taste this makes a really good gift i recommend this for like grandparents siblings if your kid's going off to college this is such a good gift i saw the sidebar i saw that crazy it was it in tucson Forgive me if I'm wrong, but the guy who was just like trying to kidnap young women on that university campus, was it in Tucson, Arizona? You might have been. And I was this was very recently, last few weeks. And I don't know if they caught him, but like I was seeing it all over TikTok and these poor girls were like they, they weren't they, they couldn't go out. They couldn't go to their finals. Like they were terrified. And I'm like, that is not a way to live. We do not get to be controlled by stupid men and their stupid desire to kidnap us. Like, what's the? what are you doing, first of all? Um, but I <sighs> can do until that gets me angry. But this is like, unfortunately, in this day and age, we need to arm ourselves with alert security devices. And that's what we got to do. So I highly recommend it, especially if your kid's going off to college boy or girl like I don't care your gender I don't care it, it, this is perfect for you because they have keychains. you can attach it to a water bottle you can attach it to a backpack um, your belt loop like you could do anything I think it's a great gift I think it's a great idea get them you know it, if Christmas is too late now when you're listening to this get it as a New Year's Eve gift get them as a New Year's gift for your kids for your parents if your mom likes to go on long walks if she's a hiker Get it for your mom, get it for your dad, get it for your Aunt Cheryl, who no one ever gets a gift for because her husband ran off to, I don't know, Mexico with his secretary 17 years ago. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, let's all get someone, some, someone, something that they wouldn't get themselves this holiday season. Okay? So that's invisaware.com. Check it out. Go do it. If you do get one, let me know because I'm going to buy another one. Okay, I want to move on to the buckle-up segment. I know this is a shorter episode this week, but that's because I'm gearing up to do my daily episodes, and I'm swamped. So you get a shorter episode, and i ranted really fast in this episode. Like, I spoke at a, at a normal speed because of the day quill. This week's buckle-up. Welcome to the buckle-up segment. If you would like to write into the buckle-up segment, that's fine. But... If you could call in to the buckle up segment, that'd be even better. Leave me a voicemail. Please don't leave me voicemails about criminal activity. That's all I get, you guys. If you're confessing to some type of crime, I can't play it. Think, okay? Call into the buckle up hotline, 626-885-4940. 626-885-4940 with the thing I need to buckle up about. All right. Here's this week's buckle up. Dear Lily, hi, I love you. Oh, I love you too. Look, I have a question. I started dating someone three weeks ago. Oh, three months ago. We are long distance and have never met. Oh, dear. Everyone in my life is judging this, saying we should meet or it's not real. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, he is taking his time, but assures me we will meet and he wants to come to me and that I shouldn't travel to him for the first time we meet. I'm beginning to feel like this will never happen, but he is so reassuring every time I believe him. Please let me know your thoughts. I'm really confused. Uh, This was sent in anonymously. The email doesn't even have a name in it properly. So, part of me was like, is this my friend? (laughs) i've been in this situation so many times i don't think it is my friend because she wouldn't do this but i I i've been in this situation so many times babe like i am i am basically a professor in this okay long distance is not for everyone let's start off there okay hold on let me have some coffee a little bit asmr for you long distance isn't for everyone It takes a lot of trust. It takes a lot of being okay with time apart. It takes a lot of being okay with time by yourself. And it takes a lot of understanding that eventually one of you is going to have to make a sacrifice. And that negotiation might not go in your favor. And you have to be able to understand. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. Because at one point, one of you is going to have to move. You can't live long distance for the rest of your lives. Or, I don't know. Some people, it, There's all types of relationships these days. I guess you could. But statistically, you would think you would want to eventually be in the same place, right? I can tell you this. Let's say in this situation, you're, down, you're both down to do long distance. But you haven't met. So you don't know how you feel about someone until you meet them. I will preach that until the day I am gone. And then some. Because we all know I'm going back to haunt everyone. You don't know how you feel about someone until you have met them. A thousand percent, and you don't know how you feel about someone. Those people who get engaged and have never met, I'm like, you guys are, f- you're, you're setting such a crazy level of st- what's it called? Like, you're setting the stakes so high with absolutely no evidence to back it up and it's one of the worst things you can do in my in my opinion okay I will we all know I don't give like the world's best advice but like in my opinion it's one of the worst things you can do when you meet someone for their first time there's so much going on like you don't you don't need to add that not that you are but I'm just saying look I would get you've been dating you've been talking to each other for three months which is fine you can call that dating that's fine um I would tell you, here's the thing. I don't know if he's in another country. I don't know if he's a state over. I'm gonna give you both scenarios. He's in another country. I can tell you're in the U.S. But if he's in another country, okay, makes sense. Like that's that's a big trip, all right. I would give him another three months. And if he hasn't made an arrangement in the next three, two to three months, like if you haven't talked to each other and planned something in the next two to three months. I would tell you it's not going anywhere. But I would tell you, unless he has started to plan something in the next month about making a trip and when it's going to be, yeah, I would call it out. Like, I would be like, yeah, I'm done. It doesn't seem like you give a damn, and I'm out. And I would be as blunt as that. Be like, I deserve someone who would get on a plane for me. Here's the other part. If you can't afford to be in a long-distance relationship, don't be in a long-distance relationship. It is expensive, You have to fly to each other. You have to spend time together or it's not a relationship. So there's that. If you want to wait until you can afford it, that's also a thing. I'm not telling you how to have your relationship. I'm just saying the expectation of travel. Like money is required. If you're international, that's a lot of money. If it's domestic, it might not be that much money. Like it might not at all, especially in the U.S. As long as it's not holiday season, it can be very cheap to go from state to state. So. But then again, that's making assumptions about someone's financial situation. And I don't want to do that. All I will tell you is, let's say you're like, it's a domestic long distance relationship. So the furthest basically you could do is Los Angeles to New York, right? That equivalent. If you were coast to coast, I would tell you, look, let's say he's financially cool. Like he's he's got the means for a couple of hundred dollars for a flight. I'd give him a couple of months. I would say, you know, I want you to know that. If you haven't made a plan in the next couple of months, that indicates to me that you don't care about meeting, meaning you don't care about us, meaning I need to bow out because this is not what I want. I would set boundaries. I would be clear. If he wants to change the subject every time you bring it up, is that what you said? Oh, you don't think he brings it up, but he's reassuring every time you do. Okay, so bring it up to him one last time and say, this is my boundary. If you and I have not met by this date, or the plans have not been made by this date, then I need to bow out. I'm giving you a good, decent chunk of time as a heads up. And he knows the standard. He's made it clear he doesn't want you coming to him. So that's it. Babe, I'd be careful you're talking to who you think you're talking to. Just a sidebar. Like, do your own due diligence. Um, I'm all for someone being a gentleman. And saying, no, I need to come to you for the first time for us to meet. All down for that chivalry, 100%. Just be careful um, because people can really easily misrepresent themselves. And I just want to say, I'm sure you have, but like if you have not FaceTimed and are not regularly FaceTiming, that's a red flag. And um, you should really know that's a major red flag. High chance he's not who he says he is. Just going to put that out there, Okay. Um, I would also tell you be careful. Like, please background check people that you really don't know that are in other states. Like, but please be careful. Please be very careful. Even though he's traveling to meet you, meet in a public place, go to a public restaurant. Not that there's private restaurants, but oh, I'm sure there is actually. But like, do not trust someone out of time spent over the phone. You only can base how much you trust them based on the time you've spent in person, I think, especially in these situations. So just. Please protect yourself. Please look out for yourself. And, you know, double check homeboy is who he says he is. I don't know if you have or not, but that's a real thing. And if you don't know how to, please find someone who does. Don't take that risk with your safety. It's not worth it. No man is worth that. And you are the one that matters in this situation. Also, if he's beginning to make you feel a certain way, that's already a red flag. I need you. You need to communicate that to him. Communicate that to him. Say, this makes me feel... Like this, and you should care. By the way, he should care about that. If you say that and he doesn't care, okay, again, that's a red flag. (laughs) So I'm just letting you know what the red flags would be, and you apply as applicable. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, babe, let me know what happens. Please be safe. Please protect yourself. Please run a background check. Um, and they're super cheap. You know, it it's so simple. You can do it for free if you know what you're doing. You know, just protect yourself. Okay, thanks for writing into the buckle up. Let me know what happens. Uh, please, if you're listening to this episode and you've made it this far, you could at least review. Like, just just like write a one-word review. Like, decent or something. I don't know. Make Give me a Christmas gift. No one else is, as we established at the start of this podcast. Someone write me a review and make me feel better about myself. Please, because no one else is doing it. Rate, review. If you're not subscribed, click the subscribe button so you can... Get notified when a new episode comes out. I love you all. Thank you for tuning in each week. I want to say thank you so much. Um, I, I am going to be posting an episode Christmas week. Like I, It kind of falls on a Monday, but just so you know, like I'm not taking time off because of the holidays. I took one week off because I was deadly sick and made a podcast that was clinically unstable. And the producer said, nope. <laughs> so I won't be taking a week off, so don't worry about it. And yes, I am going to start... Now, daily episodes as of the week of Christmas, um, not Christmas Day because that's a little weird, but the day after is when we are starting, we are starting our daily, daily edition, the things nobody tells you. We're talking all things pop culture, all things what's going on, daily edition, quick snippet episodes for you to enjoy on your own. Hot girl walks, your hot guy walks, your drive to the office, your drive home from the office, your drive to pick up their stepkids that you don't really want to spend time with. Do you know what I mean? So I'm excited. I really am. I love you all. Thank you so much for making the podcast the success it has become so quickly this year. I'm so like grateful for the little community we've created and we're growing and it's going super well. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas because the next episode won't come out until like the day after Christmas so enjoy your Christmas if you're celebrating Christmas if you're going to be alone me too have fun get some food snuggle up in bed and watch a movie or watch a show or go for a walk or do something fun or listen to this podcast I love you all as always don't do anything I wouldn't do and that gives you a lot of wiggle room love you bye